Hello and welcome to another episode on Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ossie and I'm your host for today's show. A very long match week 21 as fixtures were spread out in 10 days. So there's a lot to discuss and also backtrack with some of the early results. But today we'll begin with the first match review and that is Bournemouth versus Liverpool. Now the scoreline, which ended 4-0, would suggest that this match was a bit of a goal fest, but it wasn't as easy as it seems. The first half was an evenly contested game. Both teams were playing some neat football, but no one really came to close to breaking the deadlock. Uh, but there was a talking point in the first half where Justin Clivert stamped on Luis Diaz's ankle in a reckless manner. Now, forget a yellow card or even a red card. A foul wasn't even given for that incident, which for me is just outrageous. Then I come to find out that Paul Tierney was at the VAR office and that made everything crystal clear in terms of why that decision was not given. Liverpool, I guess, had to find a way to demolish the opposition as well as the officials, um, and we were successful in the second half. Klopp tweaked the attack a little bit in the first uh, minute, I would say, in the, first, in the second half, where Jota played on the right-hand side, uh, Nunes attacked through the middle, and Diaz was on the left. Uh, but in comparison to the first half, the front players weren't static. They showed better movement in the final third and that definitely opened up space and allowed us to cause havoc. Uh, the first goal came at the 48th minute and what a team goal it was. Long ball from Canate to Jones, who cushions it to Jota. He hits it first time to Nunes and he starts it calmly into the bottom corner. Lovely finish and what a team move from Liverpool there. Then Gakpo, who just came off the bench, became the provider as he hits a free ball to Jota. And as always, he clinically finishes it into the bottom corner to make it 2-0 to the Reds. The third goal, Conor Bradley, by the way, was a fantastic um, Premier League debut for the youngster. Squares it to Jota. He miskicks it, but manages to find the ball again and hit a first-time shot into the corner. Great finish from the old goal. The fourth goal... What an assist from Joe Gomez, who switched flanks minutes before, hits a beautiful cross to Nunes, and he applies a sliding finish onto the post and in. Great finish from the striker, as it wasn't an easy one to convert. Overall, a great win for Liverpool. That extends the gap to five points, but Man City still have a game in hand. Now, it wasn't the best of performances from Liverpool, but it was a statement win, considering the fact that we have a couple of important players out on international duty right now and a number of first-team players out of action, we still managed to blow away one of the most informed teams this season. Before this game, Bournemouth won seven of their last nine games. So put some respect on Liverpool's name, as we're still being dismissed by everyone as title contenders. But we'll see who gets the last laugh. Next fixture, Newcastle versus Man City, which ended 3-2 to Man City. This game was the return of City's talisman, Kevin De Bruyne, and what an impact he makes on the final score. Let's go through the key moments of the game. Uh, City almost conceded their opening goal in an embarrassing manner as Edison gives the ball away, but Newcastle weren't able to capitalise. Unfortunately, that was Edison's last contribution. who had to be taken off due to injury. But it was City who opened the scoreline. Great wing play by Doku on the left. He hits a pass across the field towards Kyle Walker and then he applies a low cross into the box. Lovely backhill finish from Bernardo Silva. And then Isaac equalises for Newcastle with a fantastic finish, curling his shot around the defender. And then surprisingly, Newcastle then make it 2-1 as Gordon attacks the left wing, cuts in, hits a shot into the bottom corner again. 
great response from the Toonami. But then after that, it was the KDB show. He made an instant impact as he drives with the ball, hits a low shot with placement from long distance and finds the bottom corner to make it 2-2. And then the, the, Kevin De Bruyne becomes the provider as he hits a free ball to Oscar Bob, who drives into a six-yard box, does an Iniesta skill around the keeper and hits the back of the empty net. So what a win for City as they were training at one point in the game. Newcastle is always a tough fixture uh, for anyone, so credit to City on the win. With Kevin De Bruyne back into the team, I think we'll be able to see City hit a new level now. They have a game in hand and can close the gap to two points. So it's going to be an exciting title race between City and Liverpool once again. The next fixture, Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. The Gunners thrashed the Eagles in emphatic style. And it's not looking good for Roy and his boys. Let's go through the goals in the game. Uh, the first goal for Arsenal, Declan Rice hits a lovely corner um, towards the six-yard box. Gabriel leaps over everyone and nods the ball into the back of the net. The second goal was another corner yet again, but this time it ends up being an own goal as the ball hits Dean Henderson before crossing the line. The third goal from Arsenal was a counter-attack as Gabriel Jesus attacks the right-hand side, squares it to Trossard. He cuts in and hits the back of the net. Martinelli then grabs himself a late brace um, after the 90th minute to make it 5-0 at the end. Uh, good win for Arsenal to help them move up to third position and they're back to winning ways after two defeats on the bounce. The next fixture, Manchester United versus Tottenham. Spurs came out from behind twice to secure a point at Old Trafford. The first goal, what a finish it was from the Danish striker, Hoyland. Lovely left foot strike from the inside of the box. Spurs get the equaliser from a corner and Richardson heads it in to the back of the net. United take the lead again to make it 2-1 as Rashford drives into the box, tries to pass it to Hoyland, uh, but his pass was blocked by the defence. Somehow still finds the ball at his feet and then he manages to slide into the corner. New loan signing Timo Werner for, for Spurs makes an instant impact as he attacks that left-hand side, squares the ball to Benton Core who controls the ball and smashes it into the corner with a left-footed strike. What a finish it was from the midfielder. Both teams share a point and remain in the same spot in the Premier League table. Next fixture, Brentford versus Nottingham Forest, uh, which ended 3-2 to Brentford. A lot of attention in this game as it marked the return of Ivan Tony, and he certainly made an instant impact. But it didn't go to plan uh, at the beginning as, New as uh, Nottingham Forest took the lead and ruined the homecoming for Tony as Danilo hits a fantastic half volley to give Forrest the lead. And this was the moment that everyone was waiting for, especially the Brentford fans. Ivan Tony steps up for the free kick and slots it into the bottom corner. Lovely finish from the striker. I'm not sure if everyone saw um, footage before that free kick was taken. He seemed to have mo moved the foam that was on the ground uh, that was marked uh, by the referee for the free kick. Um, to his right so he could have a better angle at goal. Now, is that cheating or clever play? For me, it's a bit of both. But hey, that's, that's the game we play nowadays. Unfortunately, you can get away with it. Back to the game. Brentford make it 2-1 uh, from a corner after Ben Mee applies a bullet header to hit the back of the net. And then Forrest equalised through a Chris Wood header, who, by the way, has been in fantastic goal-scoring form recently. But Brentford were able to get the final punch and get the win in the end as Morpe hits a fantastic turn and volley to hit the back of the net to give the Bees the winner. 
Lovely finish from the striker. That victory helps Brentford move up to 14th in the league. And with Ivan Tony back in the team, I'm sure that will springboard their season now. In terms of other games, Burnley uh, won, uh, Luton Town won. Uh, Luton managed to grab, grab a dramatic winner in the 92nd minute. Amdouni opens the scoreline for Burnley. I'm sure they thought they would walk away with the three points after such a positive performance. But it wasn't the case. Um, Morris for Luton Town gets the winner with a header. But look, if you've seen the goal, I'll be honest, that goal should not have stood as Adebayo completely blocks Trafford to the ground and obstructs him from claiming the ball. Terrible decision from VAR yet again and probably cost Burnley all three points there. Next fixture, Chelsea versus Fulham. Chelsea managed to claim a win against their local rivals in a derby game. The winner came from Cole Palmer, who stepped up to take the penalty after Sterling was fouled in the box by Diop. Lovely finish from the midfielder, who hits the bottom corner. That win finally allows Chelsea to move up the table to ninth position. Next fixture, Everton versus Aston Villa, which ended 0-0. Goalless at Goodison Park. Both teams have plenty of chances to break the deadlock. But I think Calvert-Lewin will walk away the more disappointed player on the pitch as he had a fantastic one-on-one chance but wasn't able to, to convert. Next game, United, uh, Sheffield United versus West Ham United. What a game this ended up being. Uh, Max Corne, for me, the forgotten man at West Ham, opens the score sheet with a left-footed volley. Uh, Baratton Diaz scores on his debut for uh, Sheffield United. Lovely finish from him. Danny Ings gets taken down into the box and manages to win a penalty for West Ham. Ward Prowse steps up. And you know the outcome. He hits the back of the net to make it 2-1. Former Red Brewster uh, gets shown a red card for his challenge on Emerson. And then moments later, West Ham's core foul gets a second yellow and is dismissed from the pitch as well. Two red cards in the game, which is complete madness. Uh, Sheffield United win a late penalty as Ariola clashes into McBurney. Now, honestly, I think that was a wrong decision as there was no real foul there, in my opinion. Nothing but a clash. Between two players in mid-air, Ariola took a big blow on the jaw and ended up take, getting taken off. Fabianski comes onto the pitch to try and stop the penalty, but unfortunately he wasn't able to stop the penalty as McBurney converts with precision. And that wasn't even the worst decision. Literally moments later, I think it's the final minute of the game as well, Bowen is wrestled to the ground by Ahmedovic. And for me, that was a clear penalty. And the worst thing is the incident wasn't reviewed by officials and it was dismissed by VAR so VAR grabbing the headlines once again and to be honest I'm just sick of it it's ruining fo- football it's as simple as that um, and the final game that took place yesterday Brighton versus Wolves uh, goalless encounter good to see Neto back on the pitch after another injury and he had quite a few chances to almost grab the winner for Wolves but wasn't able to convert so that's my Match Week 21 review. Uh, before we close the show, I will announce the FPL Manager of the Week. And that goes to Pasuruan Mania. And his team name is Siamik.Soro. And he managed to obtain 103 points. So, well done to Pasuruan. Um, making Jota captain was a masterstroke. You end up getting 30-odd points for that. So, yeah, well done to you on your Match Week. Um, I thought I did okay. Obviously, not as good as Pastoran. Um, clearly, he 
he got 103 points. I got 52. Um, and I've unfortunately dropped to 26 in the league. Even though I was making some progress and climbing up that table. But hey, we move on and we go again next week. And so what I'll do now, I'll review or present, I should say, the top 10 of our FPL. So let me share the graphics with you guys right now. So as you can see, at top spot, it's still Nana Sare. He managed to only get 54 points, so pretty much the same tally I had, but he's still got quite a big gap from second, um, who is Jordan Smith, and his team is called Not Sure. So fair play on the name there. Then you've got Vipa Mahan moving up to third. You've got Pasura Mania because of that fantastic match week. Moving up to fourth now. You've got Zig Ziglar, um, joint fourth as well. You've got Ali Askar um, with Ali Piero FC, number six. You've got Muya Fabinho Jr. Uh, in seven. You've got George Bissett, who I believe is a new name in the top ten, and his team is Salt and Kepa. And then you've got one Ashraf at uh, number nine. And you've got Piras Wama with Papa Jadila. So I think that's a new entry at number 10 as well. So got a couple of new names in that top 10. So it's getting, I say, heated in that top 10 because the gap isn't that big. Obviously, this gap here is 3, 10, 27 points gap. So, you know, it, it can be overtaken. Um, so, yeah, long, long way to go in terms of our metric there. And that's our wrap-up for today, guys. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't really, please don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe to the channel. Um, just got a comment here from Double D. who says, I'm 22nd. Yeah. <laughs> We're not having the best of times in the league right now. We, we've definitely got to step it up. So you're only a few places above me. So, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see how we do in the coming weeks. Uh, yeah, FPL hasn't been um, good for us this season. But, you know. Still got a few more weeks. We can definitely catch up and make a charge towards that top half of the table. Uh, in terms of my upcoming shows, guys, I've got one pretty much in 10 minutes' time um, as I'll be doing a match preview of Fulham versus Liverpool, which is the semi-final second leg of the Carabao Cup. Big game for the Reds. Um, I'll also be doing a match reaction tomorrow after the game at 10 p.m. or it could be 10.30 p.m., depending on the outcome. So if it goes to extra time, hopefully it doesn't show will be delayed but i can safely say 10 p.m uk time um so yeah a lot of com content coming your way best thing to do is follow me on social media um i'll post up the latest timing or also hit that notification bell you'll get a reminder when i actually go live on youtube um in terms of my social media follow me at aussie ftp on twitter slash x or you can follow me at aussie.ftp on instagram tiktok and fred so until next time guys take care Stay safe and I hope to speak to you all very, very soon. Goodbye.